Hello, everyone. This is Tricia, and I'd like to welcome you to the Aplastic Anemia and MDS International Foundation 35th Anniversary Podcast. As we look back over 35 years of both service to the bone marrow failure community and advances in treating these diseases, we're taking a moment to check in with patients and caregivers who have experienced combating bone marrow failure diseases themselves. Joining me today are Mary and Courtney White, family members of Brian White. The Whites became involved with AAMDSIF after Brian's experience with bone marrow failure disease, helping to raise awareness through the Tartan Trailblazers March for Marrow. They organized this memorial walk each year in the greater Detroit area. Welcome, Barry and Courtney. Hello. Thank you. It's great to have you here today. So my first question for you, as we're asking all the patients and caregivers we're speaking with today, which information that you found or received helped you the most in dealing with um, the diagnosis and treatment? Do you want to answer? Oh, I'll, this is Mary. I'll answer first. Um, I actually am a retired nurse, and I had heard of aplastic anemia, but never really treated anybody with it. And I really had no idea how rare it was and how devastating it could be. I remember when Brian had his bone marrow uh, flow cytometry, I was thinking, oh, I hope it's not leukemia. But um, little did I know that it was just as devastating. So I would think that knowledge uh, was the biggest thing in the beginning. For me, um, I think there's a couple of different things that were very helpful. Number one was just finding information because it's a rare disease. There's, it's not like going down the street and talking to your neighbor who uh, has an experience with cancer or the local hospital is very uh, experienced in such a disease. It's so rare. And although a lot of doctors have heard of it, they're not very knowledgeable or up on the latest um, drugs that are in clinical trials or treatments. And so just finding knowledge and other people who were going through it was a very big help. Uh, I know that through the AMDS website, which was one of the websites I found doing Google searches, that was helpful. Then from there, I think I found Marrow Forums, uh, marrowforums.org. That was helpful in listening to other people's stories, what's going on with their treatment, um, how they or their relatives are feeling. Those were all very helpful um, places to find knowledge uh, on the disease. And I think through there is where I found um, some drugs that were available on clinical trials, which at the time our doctor um, was not very aware of um, where those drugs were, how valuable they were. Um, one was Promacta, which later became somewhat of a standard uh, shortly thereafter, but we didn't unfortunately have a, a chance to experience that. I, I'm, yeah, it's sometimes the, the progress cannot happen fast enough. I understand. And for our listeners, I wanted to mention that marrowforums.org is a confidential uh, chat room on the web that you can follow at by, by typing in marrowforums.org um, to become a, a contributor um, and to participate there. So my next question for you was, um, Did were you given... The, were you, was it shared with you and with Brian the prognosis when the diagnosis first came down or did it take some time to um, understand what the prognosis would be 
were there surprises along the way or were, were you given good coaching? Um, this is Mary. I would say no prognosis was given. Um, basically, they said, this is what we're going to do. Um, I think what was missing for me, even though I understood most of what was being said, and I could look up what I didn't understand and understand it well and put it all together, what was lacking was, um, in our situation, a specific plan that could be related. Um, I know that medicine is not um, a pure diagnostic science, but um, it would have been nice to say, okay, we're going to do A, and if this happens, we're going to do B. It, it was just a kind of a put-together plan day, day by day, and um, I think that was lacking. And there were so many doctors on the case, um, I think – communication could have been better, but go ahead. I think part of our particular situation is, you know, the doctors weren't well-versed in the disease um, as it doesn't relate to them day to day. So they were kind of piecemealing certain things together. I think they had the gist of, of what the disease was, but they weren't on the forefront of forefront of treatment. And I think um, that was part of what we struggled mm-hmm. with. Um, what I did realize that there was a lot more people who were, who were willing to lend their knowledge. Uh, I reached out to Neil Young and, um, the doctors that work with him, uh, directly got back with me within 24 hours, almost every time I reached out with them. So that was very helpful. Dr. Young, for those who don't know, is kind of one of the leading doctors in treatment for aplastic anemia. So, um, for prognosis, to get back to your question a little bit, prognosis specifically, that wasn't something that I even had an interest in. I think it was, my interest was, how are we going to beat this? It, I didn't want to know the negative um, potential. Uh, and no one thankfully told me early on, because I think that would have um, maybe not been such a positive help. Yeah, but on the other hand, um, <clears throat> I would say that everybody's prognosis is different. Young people seem to have a better uh, prognosis than older people. Um, and some people get a good match uh, bone marrow transplant and do well, some don't. It's all very individualized. So what might work for one person may not work for you or someone else. So I hear what I hear you saying is, first of all, that it was very difficult. I also hear that you feel felt isolated. Is that right? Yeah, um, in a sense, for sure. Very isolated until we reached out. Uh, the The medical profession um, didn't, like Courtney said, didn't really. Uh, hmm. They weren't well versed in it, no. and I, I don't think they wanted to out and out say that. I think they were doing, uh, like we've discussed since, um, the standard of care of of what they knew for that disease, but um, they weren't going chasing new options. Um, they weren't really interested in that. And in fact, one of the doctors kept mentioning, well, this is, this works with my, my cancer patients. This is a standard dose for them. And it might, that might be great for them, but this isn't specifically cancer. And it, what I think we were looking for was for doctors to think outside the box or direct us to other doctors who would, if they're not well-versed in that. So those were kind of some roadblocks that we, hit with regards to treatment. I, I see. And you spoke with uh, Neil Young. That's uh, Dr. Neil Young at the National Institutes of Health, correct? 
It was uh, the doctors and, and I think nurse practitioners, practitioners that work with him directly. He may have responded to one of my emails directly, uh, but for the most part, it was the people that work with him. He has a good team. Yeah. We know Dr. Young really well, and I'm, I'm glad you were able to connect with him. So to wrap this up, um, looking back at when the diagnosis was first given, do you, is there something that you wish that someone had told you? Or do you have a piece of advice that you would like to give to people who would be today in the same situation that you were then? Personally, for me, knowledge was a powerful tool, and I would direct them to the AAMDSIF website. They have all kinds of information there, and there's a lot of information. groups on the internet which you can join and not feel as isolated for me i think um definitely the same thing seeking the knowledge so because this isn't it's a journey and a a battle for the patient um but it's also a journey and a battle for their families and so if you can get collectively knowledge that knowledge becomes power in your fight for the disease. So whether it's a AMDS website, whether it's your personal team of doctors, um, what I would say in the end is if you don't feel like you're getting the knowledge that you need or the answers that you need, there's someone else out there that can help you just keep looking, keep reaching out. Um, And if you feel like something isn't right within your team of doctors, find another doctor. Um, Trust your gut because it is an individualized individualized care that you need to to fight this disease or any disease. Thank you. That those you have great words of advice to current patients and families and I appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today both Mary and Courtney. Thank you very much. And thanks also to all the listeners for this segment. There's more to come which you can find on aamds.org along with all of our podcast recordings. Until next time, so long.